Hi and welcome to my podcast and uh, my recordings of my blog posts. And um, this one is about brand and choices and how to get noticed and the long-lasting effect. And in society today, I just see a lot of stress and, you know, get rich quick, uh, sell this and buy this and you're going to be feeling amazing. And But there is not like about these kind of things that are going to create you who you are, like the habits. And um, it's a little bit annoying for me, so I wrote this post. So here we go. The other week I was on my spring mission to buy a new pair of sneakers. And at this time my mother was with me and we ended up in a large sporting goods store where I tried on a few different pairs. There was a young man helping me out to find the different kind of... Yeah, he was giving me different shoes to try on. And the 20 meter something long wall was full of shoes of all shapes and, you know, designed for whatever sport you could imagine. And when we were sitting down, my, my mother, she asked the shopping assistant and asked him... How can you tell the difference between all these brands and know where you keep them? And he said, after a few weeks in a job, you learn exactly where everything is. Then my mother found a pair, simple classic white sneakers, like one of the cheaper models. And she said, when I was a teenager, this was the only option we had. In the end of my little uh, shopping tour for new sneakers I, I picked a black pair with a colorful pattern on the side of them they're quite pretty I think and it's not easy for me to choose the right pair of sneakers or trainers and I buy a few pairs every year um, you know I wear them for a few months and then I buy a new pair and I wonder like what would it be like if there was only one type of shoe Later in the week, I went for a long walk with a friend and we were discussing option choices and making up your mind. And it's not easy for humans to make up your mind all the time. And we make choices that we don't even think about. And there are loads of commercial forces that are great at developing new products and models and you, you build your identity based on what you do and what you wear. And it's really confusing. I think. And that day when we were out for a long walk, it was sunny and it was quite cold. We decided that we should double the distance at least. So the next step was to walk up a steep hill, which was quite exhausting. <laughs> and my friend, she was telling me about her son and he's about, like, you know, nine, ten years old and his new thing. And she, he said, she said, He's doing boxing training and it's like five minutes away from where we live. So he can walk there himself. It's really convenient. Aha, cool, I said. And I thought, is it like just boxing or some special kind of boxing? I asked her, what what, what, what kind of boxing is it? And she said, well, no, no, no. It's basic boxing, you know, the, the basic discipline of boxing. And the coach is a big shot from the US. I was like, wow, that sounds fun. And then she told me that there was a trainer visiting them and he had been involved in boxing for years and he said that the Boxing Association's membership is declining every year. Okay, I said, and I thought about 
thought about it with my marketing hat on and thought about all the different kind of alternatives that are similar to boxing that has you know become popular in the last like 40 30 years and my friend said that the trainer from the 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 visiting trainer had said he tried to blame all the other sports like kickboxing judo jiu-jitsu mixed martial arts capoeira uh, karate taekwondo and he said it's because of them there are so few people interested in boxing but if you look at look at sports and you know you go back 30 years the number the total number of young people who are practicing any martial art is much bigger and that's good right and i said well it sounds really familiar to me just think about branding and all the different things you can do for holiday or events there are if you if you if you if I remember when I was younger, I would say, I, I go back a little bit more. So say 40 years ago, there were not that many options. You you could go on a winter holiday, summer holiday, city holiday. And today it's been, we have explored it in many, many new ways. You have wildlife holidays and you have wildlife holiday combined with spa holiday. You have walking retreats and then you have other retreats with the combination of different activities. Um, you have silence retreats, different culture trips that are focusing on certain things in culture in a country. And you can like go on long train journeys around the world. I know some people went from uh, Europe to, to Hong Kong on a train. <laughs> what a long journey. And if you look at branding today and the different choices we have, it's, it's not easy to stand out. Um then like on a human level, like every time we make a choice, the choice is often ethical. And some philosophers, they say that we become the person we are thanks to the choices we make. And the, the decisions we make and the choices we make, they become habits. And habits are somehow defining who you are. So it's not easy. It's not easy. And if I'm like always like pushing myself to go on silence retreat, I will become one kind of person. If I try out different sports, that will affect me a lot as well. And like if I go back to my, my, my options when I was looking for new sneakers, why did I buy the sneakers I did? And why do I choose to wear sneakers all the time? Like I would probably say that in a month, 25 of those days, I was wearing sneakers. Why? Well, there are many reasons. <laughs> they're comfortable. I think they're looking cool. I like them. I am I was falling in love with many different kinds of sneakers like years ago. Will I continue to buy sneakers? Yes, I will. I like that kind of shoes. I'm not a high heel girl. Um, I will never be, I, I want to be able to run, I want to be comfortable, I hate uncomfortable shoes, so like shoes that are uh, not good for my feet, it's not in my choice, you know, it's not for me. And for my son, uh, my friend's son, uh, who loves sport, he's a very sporty kid, and the choices that he and his family make for him now will influence him for a long, long time. And if my friend is supporting him, to do more sport that will affect him and he will become better at sport. He will be more, 
you know, he will become very influenced as that as a kid. And I remember very well, I used to play handball when I was, when I was a kid. I started when I was about nine. And when I was 13, that summer, before, it was the summer when I was going to start the seventh grade in school. So we, we got a new trainer and you, actually two new coaches and they were really firm and really, I loved them, you know, they were amazing for me. And one of them, he said, we only have one rule and that is you are not allowed to say that you can't. And every time you do that, you're influencing your own mind and the team. We allow you to try again and try again and try again. And, you know, it might not work this time, but it might work in the future. But don't say out that you can't. And that rule had a long lasting effect on me. And I still think about it quite a lot when I have a problem or a struggle or something. I don't sit there and tell myself, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. I try to tell myself, okay, (laughs) try again tomorrow. Um, And could have guessed that then when I was a teenager that these kind of effects would come to me. No, of course not. It's impossible to do and you have no idea who's going to influence you. Sometimes it's someone you meet for a minute that's going to influence you for a long, long time. Someone is some, some, sometimes it's someone you've become friends with or maybe they're your partner. They're going to affect you over a long, long, long time in the future. But the things that you do on a regular basis and the things you hear on a regular basis, it will stick in your mind, it will stick in your heart, it will stick in your soul. And some of the other choices I've done that have been sticking in my mind for a long time is I did... I was training boot camp for many, many years in West London. And my trainer, John Limpus, who is uh, definitely a fitness geek, who's been trying out all kinds of diets and health regimes they are. Uh, he said almost every time we met, and I did it three times per week before I started work in the morning. So we met like half past six-ish in the morning. And... He said that the exercise you do is the shower on the inside. It gets everything moving. And he was always talking about different things that he tried. And that you do a health regime for a few months and then you evaluate and see if it works or not. And that's something that I've taken into my my own life. And it wouldn't have helped if I was just there for like a month. But I met him for four years. So doing that, that was definitely having a long lasting effect on me. And another thing I've done, I've done lots of public speaking training and I've never been a person who felt that I had the natural, what do you say, natural authority to ask questions when I've been in the audience myself. And it took a lot of courage to me to become that per- kind of person who could stand up and say, hi, my name is Sophie Sandel. I've written a book called Digital Leadership. Um, and I have a question. And I've done that now on a regular basis. I still get very nervous when I'm going to do it. I think that's quite normal. Um, but it was when I was part of a public speaking club and the person there called Anik Rao, she was like going on and on again, that you always have to take the microphone if there, if there is a microphone and never say no to speaking, just asking questions in front of the audience, that's speaking. So I started to do that and that has had a long lasting effect on me as well. And before, before, like <laughs> for many, many years, I was the person who would try to maybe speak to the person giving a talk or the panel or whoever after, but I would never do it in front of others. So 
for these two brands that had a very long effect on me. And I think when we are morally confused in the world and many are pushing like the short lasting effect, you know, all those uh, you know, don't put in any effort, but anyway, you get great results. Of course, it doesn't work. We know that, but we are all, all craving for this kind of a solution. I think it's very human. But brands that are helping people to become um, less confused, I think it's good if you if you would like to become a leader. You know, what is that you bring to the table, and how do you describe the long lasting effects that you know something have on you? And I'm not saying that you should exaggerate and start lying like, you know, Coca-Cola is trying to convince us that it's great to drink, which I'm a firm believer that it isn't. Uh, but brands today and, and companies and organizations need to ask those profound questions. Um, what's happening when you use them over a long time? And how do you describe them? And do you talk about them? Um, we are after those like quick moments of satisfaction, but actually life is more like, life becomes the things that you do on a regular basis. So these were my thoughts about branding choices and long lasting effect. And if you like it, please, you know, let me know. I read every message that's sent to me, every tweet, every email, everything. And on a regular basis, I send out my digital leadership inspiration newsletter and uh, it's going to be sent this week so if you're interested please sign up go to my website www.sofiesandel.com s-o-f-i-e sandel.com uh, thank you for listening and i wish you all a good day bye bye